I didn't even have like any second thoughts about oh, you know he's not Asian. Ah, right? there is no boundaries. Like I didn't. That never even like crossed, crossed your my mind. mind. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like, oh, this is a- we got along. Mm-hmm. You know, we had fun. You saw him as a person. I saw him as <laughs> exactly a person. What surprised me is that you know with the melting pot that we live in, um, you know when we went out on dates. Like we people were staring at us, or I could see their heads like turning and following us. I'm like walking by, or they turn around, do a double take. Oh God! You know, and and some people have no shame either. Yeah, and I just thought that was um very uh interesting and kind of uncomfortable in a way too. That would normally wouldn't happen if you were dating quote your own race, right? Yeah, because um my relationship before that. Was an Asian guy, and mm. that didn't happen. Hi, welcome to the Magnetic Mismatch Show. This is Linda. And this is Will, and I'm feeling loose. <laughs> oh, that's aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter, please. <laughs> Can you please defend me? Tell people why. Okay, why, are, why do I fine, feel fine, so fine, loose? Fine. Uh, we got a chiropractic adjustment today. <laughs> yeah, so basically what that means is I, I got my back cracked. <laughs> and my legs and my arms and my neck, everything. Your head. But I feel good. I yeah. feel really good after. Yeah, we started going about, well, a year ago. Well, before a little over a year, ago, yeah, yeah. A little, oh, before the pandemic, yeah. so we went. We started going pretty frequently. Yeah, we were going at least once a month, and then the pandemic hit, and we stopped going for an entire year because we just felt like it wasn't necessary. It wasn't safe yet. That's yeah, what it wasn't was. safe, yeah. and we didn't want to put ourselves at you know any additional risk. Right. Um, so we decided not to go. We just started cutting out certain things, and that was one of it. And now. Since we've been uh, fully vaccinated for a while now, um, we de- and the numbers have dropped significantly, which is amazing. Uh, we decided, yeah, you know, let's go back. Yeah, especially with all the you know sitting that we do. Yeah, um, absolutely. And you don't realize, like sometimes when you're working on your computer, you're kind of like hunched over on your keyboard, right? Then like your body's going to get stiff. It's going to get misaligned. And before, I I do have to thank you, though, because uh, before I used to be very scared of going to the chiropractor because I was always hearing horror stories, you know, like, oh, that person, when I went to the the chiropractor, they, you know, cracked my back and now I can't like function (laughs) correctly. It's like, dude, that's scary. See, on the other hand, um, I've always had a good experience with a Mm -hmm. chiropractor. Uh, I used to get adjustments <laughs> when I was like in my teens. What? <laughs> not not. Wait, for, did you have any issues or no? No, you just went for fun or what? I didn't go, just go for fun. My dad used to he well for a while he was having like nerve pain, so um he was going to an acupuncture. It was like uh, a, a facility, and they had chiropractic adjustments there too. I see. Okay. And it happened to just like a two for one. 
No, no. I just, <laughs> I just happened to um just try it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. out of curiosity. Yeah. Oh, that looks fun. I love that cracking noise that they make on your neck. Yeah, I think um the only reason why it's because like the acupuncture takes like an hour, mm-hmm. and and I always saw that they had the like massage tables. Oh. And okay. Where you lie down and it like rolls like this like little like like a shiatsu ball that, that massages you and i'm like oh that looks really good mm. and in order to get that t- treatment you need yeah. to do a, a chiropractic treatment adjustment, adjustment. Yeah. so oh. i'm like you know i'll give it a try since i have an hour to kill so why not yeah um so i tried it and then i'm like oh the only a couple of times I didn't go very often. Um, I was like, "Ooh, that felt nice." I have to admit, I'm hooked. Like after actually finally going, you convincing me and getting an actual legit doctor <laughs> to, which is important, right? You need yeah, to check I mean, your professionals. You always need to check your and vet them to make yeah. sure that they're. Uh, I had a good experience. Like after the adjustment, I mean, I didn't get injured or anything. And um, I felt really loose and just relaxed mm-hmm. afterwards. So yeah. uh, I'm definitely going back for more. Yeah. I think when I first came in the, in the office, um, she's like, lie on your back. And I'm like, okay. And then she's like, um, you see how one of your feet, one of your yeah feet is higher than the other one? Oh, when you're lying down, yeah, one's yeah. raised up, and yeah, like slightly, like okay. by very, like you know, a couple millimeters. Like it's you, you would have to look at it pretty carefully, or you have to have a trained eye like her, right, to see that. Yeah, and well, I think she helps me by putting her hands, just yeah. to, to see. And then I'm like, yeah, you know, I do. She's like, okay, it's not because it's one is bigger than the other; mm-hmm. it's because your hip is slightly. Um, off its alignment so one is a little bit more forward and the mm. like the right side is a little bit more forward than the back and that makes a huge difference because she said that if you don't fix that alignment over time when your body compensates for the other side when it's misaligned you're gonna start to experience pain oh, wow. down the lane so that's why she did that scare you no, not really. She was basically I mean, telling you in medical terms, like, you're lopsided. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, and so that's why she recommends that you get an um, an adjustment, like, at least once a month when you're not experiencing any pain is because it's easier to um, prevent pain than right. to treat pain. 100%. Yeah, and th- I guess that's with anything, right? Yeah. And, um, and, and it... And it's not because I'm abnormal. It's anor- it's normal because, like you said, we sit all day or we stand all day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's it's bound to happen. Yeah, and you don't think about that stuff, right? That yeah. that you're standing with more weight on one side than the other, or that um, by the just wear and tear, you know, you should probably look at that and get it adjusted. Mm-hmm. And it actually helps a lot. Yeah, just like any other kind of health prevention stuff, you know. Yeah. So, okay. Well, our topic today is a good one. Um, That's what you say every week. I do. We always have good topics, though. <laughs> so I'm not lying. Uh, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's a good one because it is about... Interracial dating. Yeah, it is. But the reason this came up was... We were having dinner. And, of course, your mom called to you. Duh, she loves me. Why wouldn't she call me? Okay. 
I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I'm not going to remind you about when we first started dating. She used to call Will by the hour to check up to make sure that I didn't murder him or anything. <sighs> but, you know, that's a different topic for a different Different day. topic, different day. Yeah. So she called and um, we were having dinner. So you muted the phone because we were eating. <laughs> and um, a thought came over my head and I was laughing. As usual. Yeah. You're always laughing at me, like out of nowhere too. And I always have to wonder like, what, what's going on? What did I do? Yeah. And I was laughing and I'm like, oh, you know, it's funny to me that um, it's just pretty comical. It's like, it's like the universe's way of... Um, like playing a prank almost, Yeah, right? pranking your mom, yeah. right? It's like a pretty, pretty, pretty hilarious uh, how your mom is never shy or not vocal about wanting you guys to marry a traditional ch Chinese girl or boy. Mm -hmm. And I just find it comical that none of any of you three mm -hmm. um, are dating or married to someone within her parameters. Right, right. <laughs> I think a big part of it is probably it could be just because she pushed so hard you know like a lot of times like kids right when you tell them not to do something they're gonna do the opposite or they do they do that right yeah um i think for us i don't know if it was intentional like that oh i'm not gonna uh date a, or marry a chinese girl then or a chinese boy or whatever right like for for my siblings and i it just kind of happened that way you know um but i think for her part of the reason why that was so important is because she just wants to be able to communicate, you know, because she doesn't speak, she speaks limited English, okay? And so her primary language is like Cantonese and Mandarin. And so I think for her, it was important because she wanted to be able to communicate with our, uh, or, or her future daughter-in-law and, and son-in-law, mm -hmm. which by the way, I think it's actually a benefit that you guys don't know how to communicate with each other in a limit, only in a limited way. Limited way, yeah. yeah. It Which saves a lot of drama and arguments, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's why the relationship is good. Yeah, there we you could go. We could only smile and have <laughs> pleasant conversations there with you each go. other. Perfect. Yep. All part go. of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, obviously, you know, you and I were not. I mean, we're both Asian even though I'm Chinese and you're Vietnamese. And obviously there's some, some similarities, but I would say that there's some pretty distinct differences too, right? Within our cultures and our ethnicities. And so I think for us speaking on this topic, even though it's not interracial because we're both Asian, I think it does still uh, have a parallel, you know, mm. to interracial dating where it's, um, dating outside of your own race because there's a lot of similar challenges that we experience you know what i mean yeah and i think um you know when people think of asians or when they see two asians they just they just kind of lump us into right. this one subcategory asians yeah but you know within the asian community it's very um diverse in tradition and and culture yeah you know because within asia you have many different countries right and they're not all the same no because you have like vietnamese chinese um japanese koreans yep 
Exactly. And then within that, and then of course, there's a lot more countries, and then you have subgroups within the country as well. Yeah, I think sometimes people oversimplify, right? Like Asians, and they they kind of make it feel or seem like you guys are all the same. Yeah. Right, which is not fair because. We have very unique differences. Yeah, and features too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Like, there's always a joke. Oh, all Asians look alike. Right, no. and that's that's I think something that needs to be changed. Right, I think mm-hmm. part of it is just because people aren't as educated about it. Right. Yeah. Um, but when they really learn and they understand it's like oh you know uh, a chinese person is very different from a thai person or you know a korean person or whatever and so i think um when people are educated about that it definitely opens them up to also expanding you know their perspective maybe empathizing a little bit more and maybe learning a thing or two that can be beneficial for them right as well yeah it's kind of like thinking about um europeans right Mm -hmm. you don't lump the italians with the french because you know that culturally and traditions are very different from each other exactly yeah yeah so i think the the differences even within the asian groups should be celebrated and highlighted Right. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be something like just dismissed as you guys. Yeah. Let's just put them in the Asian category. And it's like, yeah. But with that being said, you and I, um, the reason why I feel like we can relate to interracial dating um, is because of our unique um, cultures and traditions. Yes. You're Chinese and I'm Vietnamese. And we were raised, you know, with different. upbringings Mm -hmm. yeah but there's still some similarities i mean there's always you know similar core values right that you know you and i we relate um to and i feel like our relationship our basis is based on the same core values right that's why it's it's strong sure absolutely so so then coming back to the interracial question dating and marriage and all that stuff um have you or would you be open to interracial dating or have you ever done it? So it's the answer is yes and yes. Yes and yes. Okay. Yeah, I like so that. I'm open to interracial dating. And yes, I've also been in a, an interracial relationship. So I dated a guy who's Hispanic. Okay. And um, and I'm Vietnamese, so that makes us interracial. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> truly interracial, truly right? It's inter- not just Asian and Asian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, truly interracial. Um, I was about, I think, like 18 or 19, so pretty young. Yeah, you're um, like a baby. Yeah, a baby. Yeah. Right? And, you know, I, I didn't even have, like, any second thoughts about, oh, you know, he's not Asian. Ah. Right? There is no boundaries. Like, I didn't... That never even, like, crossed, crossed your my mind. mind. Yeah, it's, it's just, like, oh, this is... A- we got along. Mm-hmm. You know, we had fun. You saw him as a person. I saw him as, <laughs> exactly, a person. Right. And I, and I think for us, too, we live in a very special area. We, we live do. in Los Angeles. It's a melting pot of a lot of different ethnicities. And cultures. And, yeah, we get exposure to it, right? It's like you... You have a lot of different groups that exist here, uh, yeah. a lot of people. And so you, you're you exposed to it. It doesn't mean it's necessarily really integrated, but it's you've seen, you know, different people yeah. from, from different backgrounds. Exactly. And, and what surprised me is that, you know, with the melting pot that we live in, 
um, you know, when we went out on dates, like I felt like people were, yeah, like we people were staring at us. Wow. Like not everybody, not a lot. I know exactly. But, you but you know, yeah. it's like, like some people, like I could see their head. You could like, feel turning. their eyes on you. Yeah, like or I could see their head like turning and following us. I'm like walking by or they turn around, do a double take, oh, God. you know, and, and some people have no shame either. They'll, they'll like just, you know, straight up, like look at you and like stare you down and it's crazy. Yeah. And I just thought that was um very uh, interesting and kind of uncomfortable in a way too. Right. Cause you probably normally, that would normally wouldn't happen if you were dating quote your own race. Right. Yeah. Because um, my relationship before that, was an Asian guy and mm. that didn't happen. Uh, so so for me to go from that it to, was a new experience. Yeah, yeah, to getting stared at was um, a pretty interesting experience. But you know, besides from that, um we I felt like the cultural differences really hurt our relationship. Okay. Uh we couldn't get I guess there's like a miscommunication and misunderstanding hmm. um, because, you know, in the Asian culture, and I, I'm pretty sure you understand this. Like, I didn't introduce you to my parents until we were like, I was serious, sh- very serious. And I'm like, okay, we're going to get married, you know, probably soon. Yeah, exactly. You waited a long time to introduce me. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and I think I just, I, you know, what? it's funny because my parents never said I couldn't bring a guy home or, you know, I think it's just like the unspoken rule in the mm. family. Like, because I saw, you know, my aunt, like she didn't bring, you know, just any guy home. And right. Introduce. Like a new guy every other month. Yeah, or exactly. So, yeah. you you know, when you bring a guy home. It's a pretty big deal. It's a big yeah, deal. I see. You're probably gonna have to marry him like within the next month, <laughs> you know, kind of kind of deal. Right, right. I know what you mean. Or though. like, yeah. you know, or like tomorrow. That's what your parents like. If you if you brought somebody home, they're like, oh, when are you guys getting married? Kind yeah, of thing, right. They just thing. assume that yeah. since you brought them home, that they are therefore destined and in, you know to, yeah, or, to be your partner. Or you bring them home and you better have a, a wedding invitation ready, <laughs> ready to yeah. give them, right? So, so for me, I I have never brought a guy home to meet my parents except you, ever, and you did the right thing, <laughs> and maybe, um, but, but, um, so. But uh, what about his side? Of yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So his side of the family, I guess, for him, you know, after dating just a couple months, mm-hmm. he brought me home to meet his his mom, his his um, siblings. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I yeah, can see that. Yeah, happening. and yeah. you know, we used to just uh, chill and hang out at his house. Sometimes his mom was there. She invited me for dinner. You know, it was just it's like, like a normal thing. It's yeah. like a normal thing, and you know, he pressured me into introducing him to my family, and I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. And, <laughs> you yeah, try to explain. Yeah, it. Yeah, I try to explain it to him. I'm like, you have a wedding invitation. <laughs> like. I'm like, I'm sorry if you don't. Like, yeah. you, you can't come over. I cannot just introduce you to my parents. Yeah, he didn't realize like, yeah. what that actually meant, right, in, in your culture. Yeah, and it created a lot of tension. Mm-hmm. Um, his reasoning was, um, you know, that he wasn't good enough for me to bring home to my parents. Well, right? you that, thought that's why you didn't want him brought over, right? Yeah, that I'm too good, that I think that I'm too good oh, for him, man. like above Yikes. him. And so that caused some issues. A lot of issues. Oh, okay. Yeah, he thought I was 
embarrassed of him. Mm. But I'm like, but but he, this was even after you explained to him. Like, yeah, yeah. Because okay. I guess he couldn't grasp. But then that's that. on him then at that point, you know. Yeah, yeah. But he thought I was just making it up too. Oh. But you know, I, I, <laughs> I can kind of see that. I mean, too. I can see that. Right? If you're not as familiar with someone's culture, it's like, it's like I don't know. Because it sounds outra- outrageous. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I get it, but. You know, so I guess it goes both ways. Right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but what about like, what were, what were some of the positive things then that you feel like came out of that that experience? You know, I mean, obviously, I don't want people to think that it's all negative. Um, you know, I'm sure there were some positive things you, you got from dating somebody outside of your race as well. Yeah. I mean, it was nice um, because I, I realized that even though we're... Um, different in um in uh our races yeah but um we had you know some core core values that are similar like family oriented mm-hmm. right um he takes care of his mom yeah um you know his mom would, uh, likes to to cook for them just like my parents mm-hmm. so they're so i realized that the, like regardless of how um, quote unquote different we may be there are similarities that did stand yeah. out and it was nice to be able to have like an authentic quote unquote authentic meal I don't mm-hmm. know what that really means but you get the point like yeah. a, a like a, a, a family cooks. traditional mm-hmm. tradition meal like for their family right right um that and then it opened my eyes to realizing that at the end of the day like it's the person that makes the relationship. It's not what their eth- ethnicity or race is. Right. It's the person. So if they don't treat you well, they, they don't treat you well regardless. If yeah, they treat exactly. you well, it, they'll treat you. It's, it's the person. So at that end of the day, it makes me realize that love is love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Like, I think for me, I, I've also, I'm, I've also dated outside of my race and, Although none of those relationships were really like anything serious where I brought you know, them home um, <laughs> to wedding see mom invi- and dad. Oh, with your mom? You oh, better have the yeah. wedding invitation ready, the yeah. gown ready. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, earlier in college and then after college too. Yeah, well, before like dating you, I did date different people, different ethnicities. And honestly, it was for it was more out of curiosity you know because i i I wanted to make my dating experience as diverse as possible because i didn't want to limit myself or my experience to just people that are quote unquote look like me right i wanted to i was kind of curious you know Mm -hmm. and that caused me to be more open to dating different people just see what it's like see um maybe what i can learn and stuff like that so i always had that kind of mindset i don't know where it came from because um it wasn't like someone told me, oh, you should be open-minded or anything like that. I just mm-hmm. had that feeling. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a positive experience for me, even though those relationships didn't turn into anything serious. Um, like I uh, learned a lot about different cultures. I got to see firsthand the interactions, you know, of, of the family because I did get invited to um, a couple of people's homes and had a home-cooked meal it's always the food it's always the food trying different food that's always a perk you know like home-cooked authentic and uh like you said like you you realize like we're just people and we all kind of want the same stuff same things you know um but also it was cool to see the differences too 
And sometimes people look at the differences as a negative thing, but I feel like the differences is what makes us like interesting. Mm-hmm. And when you learn about it, it gave me a chance to kind of see something completely different from what I'm used to growing up or at least up until that point in life. I think that's why you and I both love traveling too, right? It's just learning about different people and cultures, you know? Yeah. Um, but I will say though that uh, as as we were talking about, there there are definitely challenges as well. Because one of the things I thought about, uh, even though you know we're just kind of casually dating, is kind of like, well, can I can I see what would it be like if we actually did get serious? Yeah, you know, what kind of issues can come up, and it makes you really think. You know what I mean? Like because we have some very different backgrounds or cultures or beliefs and things like that you kind of have to think further ahead to see almost like envision what would life be like Mm -hmm. right and it's not always positive yeah i know like um when i was getting the the stairs um i know it had nothing to do with me but i i've part of me felt like a little bit like shame almost like am i doing something wrong Right? Uh, or why are these people looking at me like yeah. that? Am I? Are they looking down at me? But you know, mm-hmm, back, back mm-hmm. then when you're that young, I didn't have the same confidence. Right. Right. So it really did affect me, and you felt really, judged. I felt, felt judged. Like, yeah. yeah, and it's hard. It puts additional like strain on the relationship, and I think um, it made me less affectionate. Uh, I didn't want to hold hands or anything because I didn't want (laughs) because it's just like one of those it it made me uncomfortable it was like unwanted negative attention exactly yeah yeah because I think it's weird because when you think about it like we're in 2021 and the world is becoming more and more intermingled right especially here in the U.S. you would think right it's lots of different countries kind of coming here uh, people from different backgrounds I mean um, from different countries and us out here in, in SoCal, in Los Angeles, one of the most, most diverse cities in the world. And yet I still feel like it is a little bit of a taboo, right? When you see an interracial couple or um, you feel like people still have this hang up over people dating outside their race. Mm-hmm. You know, why do you think that is? Um, I think it's uncomfortable to see like, an unknown or something, something different, something right? different, not unknown. But yeah. Even like though it's more acceptable now, yeah, right? You, you see, see it, more, yeah. you see it more often, but it's still but it's not still, that yeah. common. Right. Um, and especially, you know, in my case, we're talking about like 10 plus years ago. Sure. So it's even, yeah, it, it's even more, um, distinct back then. But, um, also I think that since, uh, especially, LA, we have a lot of um, people um, immigrating from other countries. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times, like, that's what they've been um, taught. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's embedded into their, their, their culture, beliefs. their beliefs. It's what they, they know, they, they've known, at, and it's been passed down for many generations. Right. That, you know, well, you, that's their normal. Right? That's their normal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I can't blame them for it either. Right. Right. And even in the U.S., if we look at history, Mm -hmm. it wasn't until about like, what, 50 years ago or something? I don't know. But it's not too too long ago Mm -hmm. where interracial marriage 
was not legal. It was illegal, right? Yeah. Yes. So when you look at it from a cultural, like um, like a as a nation, even like from a big like systemic way. Yeah. It wasn't accepted. Exactly. So, so you know, it takes a long time for people to break down those barriers. Right. Because those the people that were around back then pass those same beliefs down to the next generation and then the next generation. And it starts slowly getting filtered out, right? You know, I feel like our generation and the younger generations were more open to it. And it's also about exposure too, right? Like we were saying, if you see people of different ethnicities, different backgrounds all the time, it's not a big deal. But let's say you go to a, a, a state or a country where they don't typically have people that don't look like them, mm-hmm. Right then it is going to be something that they're curious about. It may not always be a negative thing, may not be like racism or, you know, um, stereotypes or things like that, but they might just be curious too. Yeah. Because they've never seen somebody that looks like that. Yeah. So it is interesting. Yeah. I think from a, um, a dating perspective though, you know, if you're, if you're planning on being in an interracial relationship, you kind of have to, whether it's fair or not, I feel like you have to go in knowing that there is going to be additional challenge there are going to be additional layers of challenges Mm -hmm. right like things you're going to have to deal with that most couples normally wouldn't have to deal with yeah and i think like um it's like i was reading an article it was like what's the 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 most um annoying question you get the most often when you're dating at like you when you're yeah when you're in an interracial relationship and the number one question is uh, what does your family think about it <laughs> right because it, it's true. it's a natural question it's a natural yeah. question it's, it's true though so it just shows you that it's been it's beyond just a couple yeah exactly right there's a lot of outside parties and factors that you have to consider mm-hmm. especially if you're gonna go more beyond just dating right yeah you have to deal with the family. Are they okay with that? Um, you know. Should, they... But does it matter? Like in that case, I let's say you it... really like somebody and you've been dating them, and they're not. Let's say your family's maybe not against it, but they're not necessarily welcoming with it, or maybe they are against it. I don't know. Okay, let's say they're against it. But see, that's the problem. I feel like being in a relationship is hard enough. And for you to have to deal with another layer outside factor, especially family, which they have a lot of influence mm-hmm. on, you know, the person's the person that you're dating. Like. Yeah. And I think it, that just makes it a lot harder. So that's like another challenge that you and your partner have to deal with. Uh, yeah and you kind of have to know that that's a possibility right when you go into and there's that. a possibility they would never accept you and that that you know that's the truth that is the, that's the truth and it's a matter of what are you guys both okay with that knowing that that could be a possibility right yeah and i know and i've read stories where it's like they um it's like an annoying thing is that um, I think someone wrote an article about um, them going to like Disneyland together mm-hmm. in a in a group, and he was like the only um, white guy in the, mm-hmm. in the group, and um, the person cut him off because they didn't think he was part of the the family. Oh, so I'm like, so now you're getting cut off and lying. You know, it's like it makes you feel like you don't belong because people have like uh, preconceived notions, right? Yeah. 
or certain images of what goes together, what doesn't go together kind of yeah. thing in their head, you know? Yeah. Right or wrong. Yeah. I think also like with challenges, it's kind of like, um, cause you are marrying in, <laughs> you know how they joke about with, when you're marrying, you're not just, it's just you two getting married. You're marrying the, the family, family, right? Absolutely. As well. Um, and I, I read a story about like, I don't know if it was a, an official news article. It was just like a, I don't know, something on Reddit that I read. <laughs> I like, you know, scrolling through there, but it was about like, um, um, the wife and husband, they're interracial and they're getting married. They, they're obviously in love, but then the bride's sister has always made race racial remarks or little things that she kind of masks and says oh it's just a joke it's just a joke right she's making very offensive comments about her her sister's um husband yeah or future husband um and so it was hard for the sister to hear that talk about family not accepting of the relationship not only not accepting but kind of almost like antagonizing things right yeah and so she made the decision ultimately to not invite the sister because she just wouldn't stop even though she had a, a talk with her about hey this is very offensive you know this is my future husband you don't have to like him but you gotta accept that that's gonna you know he's gonna be family mm -hmm. and she wouldn't stop and so she disinvited her to the part to the, the the wedding i mean if you can't respect her husband even after uh she talked to you then you don't deserve to be yeah exactly to be there because yeah. you know a joke a joke can be very hurtful too especially when the intent is the to intent yeah is to hurt somebody right but then, you just say oh it's a joke to mask it right yeah and when but if it's not funny then you should stop yeah exactly but yeah that's what i mean like you know when it those are some things you might have to deal with in that type of relationship yeah. and um there might be religious differences too and that's always difficult. Yeah. Um, I think. Especially when you have children. Yeah. So it's like who. Who's that's the other complexity, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's kind of like my parents. My mom is Buddhist mm -hmm. and my dad is Catholic. Ah. Right. So they agreed that they were going to raise us Catholic growing up. So my mom converted actually. Oh, so you're saying one dad. side will likely have to. You almost have to pick, right? Yeah, but it was interesting, though. How will the kids be raised? Or, yeah. each, or is it possible to do both? Yeah, okay. That's the, <laughs> this, is, this is the interesting part. So when I was with my dad and his family, I would practice, um, you know, I would go to church, right? And a Catholic church. Mm -hmm. But then when I was with my mom, my grandpa, and her <laughs> family, I, I would go to temples. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so you were oh, caught in the middle, yeah. basically. But, but, but the nice part was that my dad and my mom, they never um, uh, badmouthed anyone's like, religion. Mm -hmm. they, they both like, they were embraced, they, they embraced both sides. I, and I think for them... The takeaway, whether we went to um, the temples or whether we went to a church, was just to you know be a good person. Mm. And they, they're like, you no found this commonality. Yeah, right, they're between like the two religions. They're like, no matter you know which side you go to, which religion, it's um, just do the right thing at the end of the day because 
because their general thing is that there's always a higher being that you know kind of judges you on i don't know if this is good or not but uh-huh. it kind of you know determines like your because they both of them they well for both religions they believe in an afterlife right? i see right and um it's just like this higher being judges your decisions here on earth mm-hmm. so just do the the best that you can and that's all they're asking for right so they were okay like they didn't oppose me going to um you know my dad yeah my dad didn't oppose me going to um the temples my mom you know encourages to go to church Mm -hmm. it was good i think that's cool because then that allows you to get exposed to both religions and then you at the end of the day are the person that gets to decide what you want to believe in right that you're not you're not steered one way or the other kind of thing yeah i think that's awesome i think that's that's a great way to to you know for maybe folks in that situation um but yeah i I totally agree with you like if you're in an interracial relationship that your marriage is a is a potential option right and you're thinking of having kids or building a family together you kind of have to think a little bit about the impact on your kids as well because they're going to be in a situation where they might have a little bit of an identity crisis. You know, I, I'm just trying to think about it from that perspective, right? Yeah, and you hear about it too. It's like um, children sometimes, you know, they talk about how um, they feel confused, like they're not right. one or they're not the other. Right. Like if they go to one um, group, they're not enough. They're like, let's say um, if they're mixed black and white, uh-huh. right? Yeah. If they go to um, someone that's the, their um, white community, right. they're not white enough. Right. But when they're in their black community, they're not black enough. Right. So it's kind of like, where, where do, do they, they go? Where yeah. do they go? But then at the, but then, you know, you always have to embrace the the beauty, right? They're very unique. Yeah. So. Yeah, you get the best of both worlds. Too, absolutely. Right? So, um, but I, I can see that kids may struggle there because they don't know where they're accepted. Yeah. Kind of thing. And that's, I think, where the parenting side comes in, right? To get them um, exposure to both sides, but also like to. to um, embrace the beauty. Embrace, the, yeah. The, the uniqueness. The uniqueness of you being uh, somebody that's born out of an interracial relationship. Yeah. Right? It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- there are, I think, you know, a lot of perks too, right? A lot of good things that come out of interracial relationships. I don't want this to feel like we're just saying all these negative things. No, no. You know? I just, uh, we're not, I think we're just pointing out what could be difficult. Yes. Like being realistic here, right? Being very realistic and you know, we acknowledge being in a relationship is hard already. Yeah, as is and to put different factors in external factors, additional ones makes it harder and just things you you just need to to think about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times the the uniqueness, the differences is what makes the relationship stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, would you say that there's something that if you had to pick one thing that kind of comes to the top of mind when it comes to like the benefit of being in an interracial relationship, you know, what would that be for you? I think um, the top is just to um, learn about someone's culture mm-hmm. makes it, it made me more open minded. Mm-hmm. And I guess um, 
you know, as I educate myself on someone else's culture, it's easier for me to empathize with right. people. Yeah, totally. I, I think I agree with you there. The the empathy part. It's hard for you to empathize with somebody unless you understand them, right? Where they're coming from and to educate yourself about a little bit more about that person and your own your own identity too, you know? Mm-hmm. So but I think we can both say we're in agreement, right? Like when it comes to dating in general, love is love. People are just, it's just, you should look at people as just another human being, right? And judge them on as an individual and like, and their their actions and yeah. stuff like that, their character, and not just on like how they look or what religion they are or any of that stuff, you know? I mean, those are things that um, are are different potentially from where what your own, situation is but that doesn't mean it's a negative thing you know yeah absolutely i agree yeah um anything else that you can think of no i mean um i guess if you're hesitant about let's say if you meet someone and you're hesitant about dating them because they're outside of your your race yeah i think it's worth giving love a a shot regardless of their race because you might you know because at the end of the day what you'll realize is it's the person yeah and you might learn something or two um by being in that relationship and it could be the best thing ever absolutely because sometimes you you might just it sometimes you might even think like wouldn't it just be easier right just to date within your own race and not have to deal with all these extra layers of complexity and i think of it as like yeah maybe it probably is going to be easier technically but if it's not really the person but if it's like really somebody that you really love and that you find an attraction for then it's like isn't that worth it though yeah and there's no two um person that are alike right everyone is different so yes, he may be he or she may be outside of your race, but you're not gonna be able to find that exact person that is your race. Yeah. So it's love is I feel like it's individual. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, I think with that, uh, that's the end of the episode. So uh, we hope you guys enjoyed our conversation today. Uh, if you liked the episode, uh, if you enjoy this podcast, please make sure to give us a five star rating and review on apple podcast Uh, we're available on all major platforms Mm -hmm. and uh, make sure to um, follow us on instagram at magnetic mismatch and subscribe to our podcast and our youtube channel and make sure to tune in every thursday because that's when we release our new episode and until next time bye guys